Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. All right. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody, to Trifecta Airsoft Podcast. I'm E-Rock. I've got uh, Chris and uh, B-Hall, as everyone knows them. Now, are you? Uh, is that your name on uh, YouTube as well? I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's at my actual name on YouTube, Brandon Hall. Oh, Brandon. Okay. So yeah. we got Brandon, Brandon here. You guys uh, on our Discord channel know him as B-Hall, and uh, he has been... A, uh, a long-time uh, viewer of our channel on YouTube and uh, a long-time airsofter and didn't... Um, a long-time long heckler of the giveaways. Giving you guys a hard time. Oh my God, I know, for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of it has been uh, warranted because, you know, what you were talking about, zombie getting, you know, so many giveaways, oh. which he, he won a couple in a row he's, or something. Yeah. He's lucky. He's got so much luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He won a tracer unit off of somebody on Instagram. He's won a oh, bunch wow. of stuff. Oh shit. And then, and then in that Airsoft GI YouTube mystery box, he, yeah. you, play, you can put in the comments what, you, what you'd like to get. He got yeah. it. When he got his what? SMC9. Yeah. He did? Yeah, he's like, hey, I'd like to maybe get an SMC9, and Cisco gave him an SMC9. Holy wow. Shit. Yeah. And then he I told me. He tried to talk me into it. He's like, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I had my eye on this uh, pistol caliber AK, the the ZP-19. Oh, shit. Okay. The Vichyaz. It, it looks the PP-19, but it's got yeah. all the, the Zenico stuff on it. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm like, there's no way I've got that luck. And it was like my birthday, so I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> I was like, nah. But yeah. So did you get the? Uh, so you got the airsoft GI YouTube box as well? No, I I didn't want to risk it. I, oh, I got you. I, I got you. I was like, yeah, the luck's not that good. Even on your birthday, bro. I, the I'm universe knows. The universe knows. Yeah, so I put in the comments when I per- made the purchase, like, hey, I wasn't gonna buy the YouTube mystery box, but I wanted to support you guys. So my birthday my wife got it for me if you want to throw some extra stuff in there and he actually doing like a bunch of doing two of the mayo patches oh nice and a couple a couple other voco patches and some stickers cool. and stuff yeah i guess shows that they read the comments and the orders and stuff which is kind of right. cool that is kind of yeah. cool they just, yeah. they just take forever to send stuff out yeah on some actually, of the mystery boxes yeah definitely it was uh we we've had that experience as well and then but this last one that I ordered, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't terribly long, right? It was like a couple weeks. Um, I think it was like two weeks before I got it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So I know they, I know they usually terrible. like to wait till all the boxes sell, and then they right. ship them all at once. Right. Yeah. But yep. with the with the YouTube ones, they, as soon as they they pack it up, they, they ship it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was cool. So that was. Uh, did you see the the video? Did you see what I got from that one? I got the. Uh, I got two boxes. So Cisco got the note that I put in there. 
And uh, I didn't say I didn't specify. You got that classic certain... army rifle, didn't you? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. That thing's yeah, pretty cool, fine. man. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to paint that. I think I'm going to leave it how it is and do the mm-hmm. giveaway with all the you know just give you know do the giveaway with all the stuff that he put in there. Yeah, uh, the cool. gloves, the tracer, everything you know in both boxes, uh, except the letter. I'm keeping the letter. <laughs> oh yeah. That yeah, you know definitely. what though. That might be kind of a cool idea, though, to pass that letter around the country. So whoever wins the giveaway, send that letter with a note saying, uh, you know, you have to write your own letter to the next person or something and pass something, pick one item from this box and, you know, uh, slate it for giveaway or something. I don't know. We'll have to come up with some kind of idea like that. Pass around. What do you call those? Chain letters or some shit? <laughs> yeah, like, I guess from elementary school. Yeah, yeah right. Doesn't if, you exist send anymore. To, if you don't send this to ten people, you get bad luck for twenty years. Oh my god! Yeah, that real. comes in email form now. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, so Brandon, what? Uh, so you are uh, you, you're close with or friends with, or no, you're related to. Related, yeah, brother-in-law. Yeah, brother-in-law with uh, zombie. Our wives, our sisters. Gotcha. Okay. Now, yeah. that that, that's how you guys met. Yes. You and zombie. Okay. So, how did yeah. you guys? Uh, so, how did you end up getting into airsoft? Did you get into airsoft um, first and got zombie into it? Yeah. So, I first played airsoft. I, I was in the air force for nine years as an avionics technician on F-15s and A-10s. Thank you for your service, my friend. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah. my first base was in Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas. And they, um, one of the guys that I worked with played airsoft at uh, one of the fields that was out by the racetrack. Yeah. A big warehouse. So and there was a little bit of indoor and outdoor at nighttime. And that's actually the first time I played. I think it was a bunch of their rental guns or he gave me a because he had just come over from japan so he had a bunch of tm stuff and he oh shit okay. let, let me use, let me use a tm mp5 and that's like the first time i played and then there was a big lull and i never i didn't get back into it until probably five or six years ago yeah and then moving up to Reading, and i found out there was a big field um not too far from my house and that's where I started playing again and then I bought a gun I think my first gun that I bought getting back into it was a ARP9 G&G and um, good gun oh, yeah. yeah it's not bad it's uh, it's definitely it's it was good for the how the fields laid out it wasn't good when we tried to go outside oh yeah yep yeah. this is Chris's oh, yeah. right here he's got a, <clears throat> also got the a, magazines Kind of decked out. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta go get the like a classic army, the X nine mags. Yeah, those are the mid caps. The ones that you get like 150 rounds in. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any of those, but yeah, yeah. I think it's one of the first gun. things I first thing I did with that was get the drum mag, and I wish I would have got the winding one, but then yep. I got this one that you had to spin the front of it. Yeah, that's the one it I have. So cool. It. Yeah, I it's better I, than having the regular high caps. The regular high caps are just. They're not good. Yeah, I put a <laughs> I put a Titan in it, and uh, okay. it it was nice. And then I sold it. I I got a KWA. Was it 
the the T not the it's not the T ten, it was the Ronin ten, which was before the T ten came out. Like uh more of a rifle. Vector looking one, right? The vector looking gun. No, that's like the T10 was, uh, it looked just like an M4. It's like a 10-inch oh, okay. barrel, S SBR okay. M4. Um, the, the proprietary and how finicky they are with everything else. And I had that one for a while. And what else? And then I bought my Crytek, the PW Mark Mod 2, and that one's not... I've done a lot to that. I've lengthened the handguard, so the put a mock suppressor on it, but it's recessed into the handguard, so it looks it looks nice. And I put my uh, actually put a Kythera in that. And I'm running that. Oh, nice. Which I think I'm gonna tweak a little bit more and probably turn into a, a DMR platform. So put a longer barrel on it and then run that. Is that your but, only uh, HPA gun right now? Yeah, it's my Kythera. Okay. I thought about tapping uh, like a pistol mag or getting a tap mag adapter yeah. for either some of my guns, but right now that's all I've got. Yeah. And then I got that new LCT ZP19, which is super, super nice. It's all metal. That thing's it's solid. Yeah. But yeah, all the all the LCTs we've gotten have been super solid. Oh yeah, they're, they're made out of all metal. Real Dude, wood, heavy. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, heavy. Yeah, I remember that one we got, that uh, stock, We, you know, it was just, the whole gun was just so heavy. I don't know what AK? it is about the AK-style hop-up, but the AK hop-up is, it, there's, it craps on M4 hop-ups. Really? The, the, yeah, I mean, it's it's a linear slide. You're not twisting a knob, you're just sliding right. the arm back yeah. and it adjusts. Yeah. And you can lock it in, and it yeah, it those are move. yeah. It feels like those are easier to adjust, and they're also yeah. just easier to use in general. Those oh, yeah. wide style ones. Yep. Yeah. I've got. I yeah, mean, it's... in my Kythera, I've got an ME Pro, the Max ME Pro, which is oh, okay. nice, and I've got it. Uh, that's R hopped, and it it shoots good. Yeah. I can put. I can. I can hop heavy BBs, and it's super quiet, man. Yeah. yeah, especially with that mock suppressor on it, it's I, like I, I could shoot standing behind somebody. And it it just sounds like a little. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's pretty quiet. That's how uh, Todd's was when he brought his over. Yeah, the first Kythera video we did with Todd, he had uh, made a mock suppressor for his, and it was uh, it was so quiet. It was so quiet. We yeah, literally, actually, me and JP were standing, what, 40, 50 feet away, and we could not hear the gun. We just heard the oh, BB no. fly by. Yeah, slap the paper right next to you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely, it, and you get hit by it, it, you can feel it, especially if you're putting out the heavier BBs. Yep. And you get the people that get shot, and they're looking around like, where did I get shot from? And then you're kind of just like <laughs> waving at them like, yep, yeah, dude, that was... Yeah, uh-huh. If so, they call her hit anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. and I also have a a Scorpion, a ASG Scorpion Evo, the three, oh, the three A one. Yeah, SMG. Yeah. I actually talked 
Tanner into getting one. And Zombie, yep. he got one. Yep. And he actually got a really good deal on it. He found somebody online selling it with like 11 mags for a real good price. Jesus. Okay. That's... And no, that that gun is probably one of the best stock shooting guns I've ever had. Well, that's the one he uh, when I when when I was talking about that YouTube box. Well, actually, somebody on our live stream, I think it might have been him, uh, mentioned that uh, Airsoft GI YouTube box, and he said, I, I might have said in there, uh, you know, why don't you guys suggest, you know, or what would you guys like might, like me to ask for, or something like that, and he, his first thing was the uh, Scorpion Evo. Oh, dude. And, yeah, he was like, definitely get that gun, or ask for that gun. Oh, abso- absolutely. Who cares really? if it's only got 90 round magazines? It's, yeah. Like, you don't need to spam the trigger. It, I just got the, I got the new CNC hop-up for it, and I haven't put it in yet, but I got a, put a new barrel in it. I got a, that new Maple Leaf Mr. Hop. Okay. Which is, uh, it's Maple Leaf's version of an R-Hop, but without having to, to glue the patch into the hop-up chamber. Oh, okay. It's all in the bucking, so you put it in, and it fills in the, the whole bucking window with, like, a solid right. rubber patch. Oh, nice. So it's it's essentially R-hopping it without all the extra work. Yep. So it's pretty cool. Finally. I'll, I'll try finally. that out. Yeah. Lord. You know. I got my R-hop done by somebody on Hop-Up, Bloomy's Airsoft. He's, I think he's Idaho. Okay. But, yeah, he sent... I bought the the barrel R hop with the the hop up chamber for the Kythera and it was all cut, crowned, fit to the end of my barrel perfect and Hell yeah, nice. so that's nice. Now what uh so how did you get uh Tanner into Airsoft? <laughs> so um I was at what was it? thirty Four, thirty-five, my birthday. I'm like, I'm gonna be that thirty-five-year-old that has my birthday party at the airsoft field. And so it was like a Friday night night game. And I told him and a couple of my other buddies, like, dude, going to play airsoft. Let's go. So we all showed up, and he 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 hit the addiction hard. Like it. He played, and then I get a text message from a couple weeks later. He's like, I bought a gun. And then now he's oh flipping God, guns, buying guns, flipping guns, getting new guns. But not only that, the- y'all went to a y'all went to Lion Claws event, which is a pretty big event. And yeah, then it was the 20th you were, anniversary. He was on the damn Gorilla Airsoft podcast. Yeah, we both. Yeah, we weren't both you got on there as there. well? Yeah, yeah. Episode, I think it's two fifty one. Yeah, I listened uh, to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was an interesting. Were you were you, were you talking on there as well? Did they ask you some questions on there? Yeah, it was okay. a little bit. I think what we actually what I was actually recording the podcast and what was um what Beast published was right. was an abbreviated version because there was a lot of drunk banter back and forth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I listened but. to it. And I I it's the day I listened to it, I got done and I was like, I sent um, Zombie a message. On uh, on Discord, and it was like, dude, you got an awesome radio voice. Like, you should yeah, do. Yeah, you got that deep voice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For or real. You should do audio books. Yep. I know, right? <laughs> Watch out, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. For sure. 
Hell yeah. Well, that's yeah, cool. um, I think the next event that we're planning on going to is um, Copperhead in September yeah, in Feist, New Mexico. Right. Yeah, and, I was, uh, he was talking about that. Yeah, the actually, podcast I, I did with him. That's a so, long drive. Are you guys gonna drive? Yeah, we'll actually drive down to Bakersfield and meet up with the girl airsoft guys and probably spend the night there yeah. at one of their houses, and then. They start to drive at like 10 at night, and then it's about a 13-hour drive out there. But yeah, so, what was it, 2019 Lion Claws, so Lion Claws 19, I actually won a ticket through Guerrilla Airsoft Radio, and that's how I met them for the first time in person was at Lion Claws 19. Yeah. And because of that, I had bought the ticket to Copperhead when it was supposed to be, but then they shut it down because of COVID right. and all that stuff. So AMS refunded everybody, and now it's back on. So We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. So this is the first one since the, uh, well, yeah, that since the reschedule. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would have been seven if they had last year's, but. Gotcha. So. Now, was that the first time you had ever heard of uh, Gorilla Airsoft, or had you li- been listening to them before? Um, I think I found them when I was just looking on Spotify for pod- through the podcast, and I just typed in Airsoft, and a couple oh, yeah. other ones that I listened to just like, nah, this is boring. And then I found these guys, and it's like, oh, this is way more entertaining. <laughs> and yeah, so- one, of them, one of them I listened to uh, when I was listening to the one that you guys were on, um, one of them before, after, or whenever. I don't even know which one it was. Uh, it was a random one. <laughs> the one of the main guys, I guess that you know edits or whatever. He uh, yeah. he prefaced it with, you know, pretty much, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he was like, uh, "Listen at your own risk because we're all pretty fucked up in this in this podcast. So there's a lot of, you know, we had a bunch of audio problems and the mixer went out and this. Happened oh yeah, that was the one that we were on. Was it really? Yeah, so... Oh, okay, so that was the one I... Yeah, and he was like, we did too many shots, we, uh, you know... (laughs) And I was like, I love these guys already. Jerry's the store owner, owner, Beast. He actually owns Grill Airsoft and runs the field and the the, the storefront. Retail store, yeah. Yeah, so I guess their normal audio setup is set up perfectly for the four people that are usually on it. Jerry, That's what it was. Ben, yeah. Joe, was Jesse, and Joe. Yep. So they had to go back to their old setup, and I guess a bunch of mics and cords weren't working, so it was just a, yeah. it was a giant circus show. And then That's funny. everybody but him, we all met at a restaurant, and we were 
ate and had drinks and continued drinking because they do a drink of the evening when they do their podcast. So yeah, it was yeah, it was it was interesting. That's cool. And then you went to play airsoft the next morning. Yeah, then we drove. We drove <laughs> three hours to Victorville. Yeah. Out by Vandenberg. Uh, Not Vandenberg. What is that? Is that? Well, this was in Cali, right? Yeah, Southern California. So it's yeah. down by the the plane airplane deep graveyard where they filmed like the uh, oh, the yeah. training that training scene in that movie SWAT with Colin Firth um, and Samuel Connor. Jackson or Colin Farrell and Samuel Jackson where they did that uh, their test before they got activated in the old uh, 747 oh okay I don't I don't remember that one I thought I uh, isn't it the air the um, the airfield yeah, it's uh, what is what? There's it's been in a few movies for sure. Yeah, uh, older movie. And, Can't buy me love. It was in that one, and I think it was in Con Air, uh, with yeah Nicholas Cage. But yeah, but yeah. SWAT with Samuel Jackson. What is it? Ice Cube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep. But yeah, they do. They did something, and then Lion Claws has uh their tactical challenge event where they only invite a certain number of teams, but they've done it a couple of years where they've done the team challenges at that, where you actually like one of the events is assaulting a 747 and you got to go in and take out the, the op four, which is hidden or they're posing as passengers or there's passengers that you can't kill, but they're balloons and if oh, you pop cool. them, you get penalized, all that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think uh, Demo on YouTube posted a video of when SYG went with the KWA team last one. Oh, shit. With a lot of, lot of camera footage of that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. So. Now, what's the, uh, what's that event, um... There's a Lion Claws event, Christian, coming up in uh, in South Carolina in July. Like a few, just in a few weeks. I think it's the middle of July. It's um. I yeah, I don't remember the name of it. I think it was the uh, Carlisle, right? I'm yeah, pretty sure it's the one at the old mill or whatever. Yep. I think. Yeah, I think we weren't able to go to that one because we have we we work and yeah, it's too short of notice to put in vacation for it. Right. So there was one that we looked at too that the tickets were already all sold out that we couldn't use. Well, that was in uh, Georgia. Team. That one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Training field in Georgia. Yeah, in September. Yeah. I recommend it if you get a chance to do a line cause event. It's, they're not super strict like some of the other like Milsim West where you sleep yeah. on the field and. You gotta sleep with iPro on. Yeah, I don't prefer with doing those ones. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'd rather just <laughs> play during the day and a little bit of yeah. night game and then go to sleep after. I'll play, I'll play hard for seven hours and then go back exactly. and hang out in the camp area. But yeah, yeah. it's... My cause, they do pretty good. And a lot of times they'll have uh, VIPs that'll be the 
the two opposing team commanders. Like line cost twenty, we had two Ranger Hall of Famers, Mark Colazos and Oh shit. Mad Max Mullins. Oh, that's cool as fuck. Colonel Mc Colonel McKnight was supposed to be there, but he not, he didn't make it. And he was uh the Humvee driver in Black Hawk Down that Danny yeah. I can't remember what his last name. Yeah. The guy at the Humvees. Yeah, yeah, I just heard a podcast. I just listened to a podcast where uh, some of the guys, I can't remember which one it was. I've been uh, listening to a bunch of different podcasts lately, and uh, they were talking about some of the guys from Black Hawk Down. Yep. Now, what was uh, what was your first Mill Sim experience? Was uh, it Pleasant? Like 19. Oh, that was the first Mill Sim you ever been to? or That was the first op that I've been to. Oh, okay. All other the other ones that, had just, just been main, like day events. Yeah, it was just just, just playing at the field. Yeah, like normal you. open play. Yep. But yeah, that was the first like organized. And you had a good objectives. time. Oh yeah, it was a blast. Aside yeah. from getting my ears blown out by two <laughs> frag grenades <laughs> in one of the buildings, no shit. it was it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Will he was on that podcast too, and he was at twenty, but he's an old. Uh, cab scout yeah, in the army and yep. we were in one of the bedrooms in one of the buildings shooting a technical out the window and didn't pay attention but the, the team came in the back door and I see an EG-67 come into the room and I went to cover my ears but I have one of those stupid mesh masks with the mesh ear cups oh. and I didn't have so, so I couldn't get it a, didn't even I help no. I couldn't get a solid cup on it, and no. it was just kind of like, you know how you put your ear <laughs> around your ear, and it amplifies it? <laughs> and I was like, boom, and I called hit, but as soon as that, another one just gets lobbed in the door, and I'm like, oh, God. Dude, I, I legitimately think that, like, airsofters get hearing damage from these things. <laughs> Dude, after that, like, loud. Well, at least for three I, days. I brought, I brought ear pro for, like, for 20 yeah, and I that was on Saturday, and my my ears were ringing so bad they they were calling me Nelson, like the dude from Black Hawk Down <laughs> with the, the machine gun. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've tried to wear ear pro, dude, but I just uh, I don't like it. I can't hear right. I got to be able to hear. Dude, you got to get the the shooting ones. Right. Yeah, like the, like I've had a couple pairs, like the, the electronic ones that are supposed to minimize the noise and all that. They're good. Well, they, they, just, stuff. they just the ones that I've gotten have muted noise that I didn't want. Like it'll start muting noise just by shooting your AEG or walking on gravel. Like they were really bad. Uh, I couldn't hear hmm. my teammates. So I was yeah. not wearing no. any. What are, I got I have a pair of Howard lights that I use for normal shooting that I used, and then I bought a, some earmores. Okay. I hook up to my comm setup to my bow fan, yeah. so my push to dock. But that's what I ran last time. So, but they they were good because you can have them turned up so where people talking normal, you can hear them good. If they're in another room, you can hear people walking around. It's nice, but like I yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think there are there are less quality versions out there that, like you yeah. said, will not do what you want it to do. Yeah. But, but not having your ears ringing for three days afterwards is... 
Yeah. A huge, a huge benefit. Yeah. So. I mean, it's like the uh, concerts we used to go to in the 80s, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. don't, you don't hear for three days after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my ears are still ringing from Metallica. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I your ears are still ran from the old ass military ways and didn't give you no hearing protection. <laughs> no, we didn't. Well, we yeah, did actually. AR is we, all had the, the we had the little, no ear. you know, we had the yellow earphone or, you know, whatever. Oh, the yellow, yeah. So you said you spent uh, nine years in the yep. Air Force. Hell yeah. Nine years. Started off on F 15s, E models at Vegas. And then I was PCS'd up to Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, shit. And worked on the C's and D models, the air-to-air. Okay. And deployed with the E-model squadron from Alaska to Guam. Damn. Yeah. And after that, I PCS'd down to davis Mountain in Tucson, Arizona to work on the, the badass A-10 Warthog. Fucking heck, <laughs> Yeah. Hell that's, yeah. That's where I wrapped it up and then okay. moved back to California. So most of your places, well, you went from cold hot, to... Hot, cold, hot, yeah. Yeah, for real. Especially yeah. Guam is a tropical environment. Oh, yeah. You know, humid as fuck. Got back, I think it was rolling into wintertime. Okay. Yeah, so it was starting to get cold. Yep. After wearing shorts and yeah, for three months. Yep, that's cool. I was just yeah. gonna ask you if you had been over to uh, Japan because you mentioned one of your buddies had gone over to Japan. Because I was in uh, Okinawa for a year, and uh, the Air Force Base over there, Kadena, was yeah. Uh, dude, we loved their chow hall because Air Force Chow's are the best oh it's the best bro it's like a fucking yeah. restaurant oh it's so good we yep. got to see we got to experience the difference when we went TDY down to uh, to Miramar oh yeah and we were, we were eating in their Chow and I was like oh my god this is bad <laughs> you go yeah, that's back, Navy you, you go back home and it's like yeah you're grateful huh yeah oh, we uh, one of my buddies um, that I grew up with we um we knew each other, knew each other since we were like twelve. He uh, he went in the navy, and I went in the Marine Corps. We both went in at the same time, and he ended up at uh, Miramar, at uh, oh, okay. working in the in the Top Gun, uh, hangar, hangar four, and uh, gotcha. he was loading. Uh, he loaded, I don't know, missiles onto the uh, F-14 Tomcats or something. Oh, nice. So, yep. I was like, yeah. You know, when he was telling me about it, because we hooked up, you know, when I was at Pendleton, after I came back from overseas, I was at Pendleton, and, uh, you know, that's only an hour or so, a couple hour drive from Pendleton to where he was at, not yeah. even, and uh, we went to a couple air shows, we went down there visiting him a couple times, and uh, so I was like, so what do you do, you, you, you have them on a cart, and you just lift them and put them on there, he's like, no, we have like a cart that jacks up, and you know, because they're kind of heavy, I was like, oh shit, okay. So, <laughs> now what did you do? You were uh, maintenance on them, or? Yeah, I worked on uh, the avionics, all the, the computer systems, the uh, radar, radios. Oh, shit. Navigation. High tech, dude. High tech. Yeah. 
fuel systems, flight controls, everything. How did you RWR. get into that? Were you interested in electronics before that? Um, well, I took the ASVAB test, and the recruiter put all four books in front of me, but moved the, the general and the admin books to the side and said, you probably don't want to look at these. So I started looking through the mechanical and the electrical books. And uh, I think my first choice was Aerial Gunner. I wanted to, to jump on a, the helicopter. to light some shit up. Hell yeah, I wanted to fly around and shoot guns and stuff, <laughs> get on the, the AC-130 or in the Blackhawks. Right. But stars didn't align. There was a big wait for that, and I just ended up waiting a couple months for for my tech school slot to line up with my basic training slot. So. Oh, nice. Got into avionics. Started off working on flight controls, and then as you progressed up in rank and time and service, you got to learn the other systems before you can become like the next skill level up get your three level five level seven level all that stuff yeah my daughter just got out of the air force uh she was in four years uh over it and uh she was stationed in uh uh columbus mississippi which is in literally bumfucky okay like nowhere yeah i went to uh, (laughs) <laughs> I went to tech school in, Bilux- in Biloxi. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, she yeah. was like, that's where we would go on our vacations, is Biloxi, <laughs> because uh, Columbus was... Yeah. yeah. Yep. There was nothing there. But, uh, yeah, she was there for her whole time. But she oh, wanted right to go overseas. Yeah. She tried. She tried to go overseas. And uh, they were like, oh, no. I think I spent, <laughs> like, three hours in Kadena. Oh no! Shit. Okay. We 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 stopped in Kadena on the way to Guam. Yep. For the the, the C five to gas up and. Oh shit! Just Dude, that's hang the out big boy. The, yeah, that's the the that's big the fucking mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. I always want to. I always wanted to go in one of. The, I you know I've been to one in an air show. You know where they have both ends open. You know, yeah. open uh, on the tarmac. But they don't. Just, they don't you know, let you go up through. the stairs. No. Uh-uh. Like you go in the back and then there's. Probably like thirty stairs up to the second level in the back, which is where that's all the the personnel crazy. seating is. So yeah. that's where we sat was up there. And right, yeah, we just walked through the cargo cargo bay where they can put fucking trucks and shit and tanks, oh, yeah, whatever it is. Helicopters, Jesus. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's, I can't believe how big this thing is. I saw one take off one time. I mean, this is back before. Uh, this is when I was in Okinawa, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were driving by Kadena. And uh, we could see, we were on the base, and we could see the this one. To, I mean, from where we were at, it looked like the tips of the wings were about to fucking scrape the ground. Yeah, I mean, they, it was, they hang down pretty low. Yeah, it was crazy. And you're like, that's not going to get off the ground. And it seemed like it was moving so slow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're, it's a big, big bitch. And then <laughs> would fly 135s. I've been on a 135 before for refueling. TDY, that was cool. You okay. to go down by the boom. They like to bring people down by where the boom operator is when they do refueling, which is cool. Yeah. When we were going to, where were we going? We were going to, going to Guam. We're in the 135. 
and that was now, cool. is that like a is that like a is that like a C one thirty? Uh it's a KC one thirty five, so it's uh Oh, okay. It's a I've heard of that. A, it's not a turbo prop. It's got the like a jet engine on the on the wings. Yeah. But and then it's got the refueling probe and it's cargo too. Gotcha. So but that was cool. Go back and watch the the pilots come up, and you put on the headset and listen to them talk. They come and they hit they hit the boom, gas up, and then they move out. Another one comes right up underneath the jet, and that's cool. Pretty sweet. I think I got some pictures somewhere. A flying uh, fuel tanker. Oh yeah. Yeah. No smoking. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I was on a uh, C-130. And uh, as far as military aircraft, a C-130, I was on a Huey. I don't know what kind of uh, helicopter, but a Huey, an old one. Uh, I think that's it, actually. Never got to ride on a 130. I wish I did a bumpy as hell, though. Yeah, yeah, it's bumpy. We we did a static line jump. Uh, For this training, I I wasn't even supposed to be on. It was, uh, I went... TAD with a with a uh, infantry group, and I got to go uh, on a helicopter and do fast roping down to a um, uh, a machine gun um, firing range mm-hmm. uh, in Okinawa. So Okinawa is a tiny rock of an island, and oh, then yeah. there's a bunch of diff- you know little rocks next to it uh, that they call islands. That uh, pretty much wherever you stand, you can see the ocean, and uh, and then uh, we we flew over there on a Huey, and uh, and got to shoot the uh, 50 cal on the range. Did some fast roping and some maneuvers, and then flew back. And then I did a uh, static line jump from a C-130. That was the only time I ever been on a C-130. So static line jump is only like you know. Not even two thousand feet. I think it was, they said it was like twelve or fifteen hundred feet up. So, cool. yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a far far flight, you know. But yeah, that was uh, we awesome. always looked at uh, we always looked at the the jets going out when uh, when we go to these different uh, air bases, the fighter hey, jets. Yeah, Kadena's got fifteens there. Yeah. Yeah, those were badass, man. Those were the those were the top of the line when I was in. Those are the ones that uh, when those came out, they were like big, they made big news because they were the the first uh, jets that could accelerate going vertical. Yeah. And uh, you know most uh, jets at that time had to you know be on a slope to go for, you know accelerate, of course, but uh, to go straight up like a rocket, uh, that was the only one that was powerful enough to uh, accelerate going vertical. So. Also, use. the most effective in dogfighting. Is it really? Most effective. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Po- yeah, that fifteenth. Badass. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought you know I get of course seeing Top Gun and then my buddy working at Miramar. Uh, you know we were always like, oh the 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 F fourteen Tomcats. You know that's the fucking because they got the movable wings. You know like. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Thought that was the shit. You know. Top Gun, great. Oh yeah, no shit, right? Why my three-year-old has his thing? Yeah, name my three-year-old Maverick. What is it now? Okay, 
Maverick. Oh, you named your three-year-old Maverick? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. You are a Top Gun fan for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, coronavirus, for pushing it back to November. Dude, for real now. Man, I'm so mad. Yeah, me and my so wife mad. are really excited about, uh, you know, I like Tom Cruise movies anyway, and uh, and especially Top Gun, you know, her and I were big fans of that, and then uh, we saw that one listed, and then it got pushed back, and then it got pushed back oh, again, dude. and it pushed back again, I was like, Jesus! Yes, now it's November, <laughs> November crazy. this year. Okay, okay, yep. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either, that's cool. I joke oh. with my wife telling her that I'm going to rent out a theater and just be the only one in it so I don't have to deal with other people. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea because uh, my sister up in Ohio actually just rented out a theater for a um, uh, pretty, uh, pretty feasible price. I mean, honestly, for her daughter, you know, my niece's uh, birthday party. So they rented yeah. out the whole – instead of just renting the, the party room and, mm-hmm. the, you know, the theater, they rented out the – you know, not the whole building, but you know the the one theater room, uh, yeah. where nobody else could go. It was just the family, and uh, so and it was not that expensive. So you know, theaters they're they're probably uh, you know you probably get a really good deal on that kind of stuff right now. Yeah, they're struggling. For yeah, real, like, real. yeah, we can invite a bunch of friends. I'm like, and you guys can go sit in a regular theater. I'm gonna be in there <laughs> by myself. <laughs> How dare you? Hell I will no. lock. I will lock the doors. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually pretty lucky. Most of the people, like my kids and my wife, when we go to the movie, uh, they actually do what you're supposed to in a theater. They yeah. sit there and watch the fucking movie. Like they turn their phones off. There's no distractions. You know, they don't ask questions during the movie. I fucking hate that shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they just pay attention and uh, and enjoy what's in front of them. That's the whole purpose of the movie is to, you know, pay attention and see all the different nuances and the little things that happen. And and that way you don't oh, yeah. have to ask questions, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's like I said, it's not my wife or anybody like that that I'm worried yeah. about. It's yeah. everybody else that everybody I don't else no deal shit. with. Yep. There, there have been some. Yeah, like cool... when you uh, have somebody walk in with an infant. Oh, oh God. God, I know, right? That happened to me the last. Yeah. T- I think the last time I was in the movies. Well, I'm grateful how how the theaters are now, where you can reserve your seat and you can pick where you oh, are. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah that is pretty cool. Yeah, there, a lot of them have the re- the recliner seats now. And... No shit, right? Which is nice because if the movie's boring, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Kick it back. Some of them yeah. have a little seat heater. You turn it on. Good night. Oh damn! Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. At least oh, if yeah. the movie sucks, you can at least get some good rest out of it. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's funny. I'm paying uh, was it like twenty dollars for a ticket now? <laughs> twenty dollar nap. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> it is comfortable. It is comfortable. You know, the temperature's good. You got. Uh, yeah. It's dark. You know? I, don't, I don't think we have a theater like that yet with the crazy seats. No. I think I our mean, IMAX they, they is the closest thing that we have. Like, right. The seats are a little bit bigger, but they're not anything crazy. Right. Yeah. Put up the Dollar Tree beforehand, put the, put the candy in the wife's purse. Stuff, and... stuff the candy in all the crevices. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> oh, o- yeah. Op- 
open all the bags beforehand so you're not sitting there. Yeah, yeah. With the loud noises. Yes. No shit. My wife used to bring uh, Twizzlers. She loved Twizzlers. And she'd bring a, you know, a huge bag of them from the store, put them in purse. She's like trying to open it during the, the quiet part of the movie. I'm like, uh, hold on now. You know, because we, we'd only go see uh, action movies at the theater. Yeah. So I'm like, wait till there's an action part. You know, it's about just wait 30 seconds. Something's going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time it. You know, that's funny. Well, speaking of, uh, I, I was curious uh, because, you know, before we started the uh, podcast, you guys were talking, we were all talking about video games. <clears throat> and since you were in the Air Force, we were talking about all these jets and stuff. So, speaking of video games, you know, you're a gamer. Obviously, yeah. you know, we all are, and a lot of airsofters are, and, uh, have you, you know, have you ever got into the genre of the flight simulators or the, oh, man. the flying, flying games? Really? I haven't played any of the new ones. Oh, okay. Like, I really want to play DCS. I heard that's super, like a super involved, like in depth. It's like Arma 3, but of flight simulators. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, you can get into the part where you sit, like, A-10, and you actually have to go through the startup sequencing, flipping oh the battery God. power, starting the APU, yeah. it's You can watch some videos of people, and there's videos on YouTube of, uh, like, actual, like, F-18 pilots going through, and they're going actually going through and clicking, they're like, this is exactly how it is Holy in the shit, real jet, but yeah. yeah. So you like that? You like that kind of the flying yeah, I, stuff? Yeah, I haven't played the new Microsoft one. My son plays it. Yeah, but it, it looks cool. Yeah, I've uh, I've played a few flying games. What was that uh, real popular like, one? Ace Combat on PlayStation. Yeah, Ace Combat. Right. Yep, that was the one. Yeah, that, yeah. that was fun. Uh, there was a couple others. Uh, but I think there was like one with the propeller. What was it Crimson Skies? Crimson Skies. Like, uh, that, that one was one. fun. Yeah, that was pretty fun. But yeah, I mean, or yeah, what was most the Tom of them Clancy I... Ho- Tom Clancy Hawks. That was a good one too. I don't know if I played that one actually. Yeah, but the that driving one's... games and the and the now I've you know driving games I played Need for Speed, but the when it got a little more real and yeah. grid and dirt, I played those. But uh, when it when it comes to the real like the simulator style of flying and driving, man, I'm I'm fucked. I I can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, some of the crash, the crash. Games are like yeah, yeah. My yeah. my 18 year old, he he he's big into the driving games. He likes cars and stuff. But he's like I think those were the only games like we would let him play when he was little. We didn't let him play any of the shooters. I think the first shooter game that. We let him play with Halo 4 when it came out on 360. Oh, shit. Yep. But he'd play Need for Speed, Most Wanted, Hot Pursuit. He thought it was fun just running from the police. Yes. Doing all that. So. That is, that's probably the most fun uh, in a game. When it, when that came out, where you were able to do that, you know, in Need oh, for yeah. Speed, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was looking for every opportunity to get the cops on me. And then yeah. Grand Theft Auto 4 comes out. And you look for every opportunity to get the cops off you because you're about to fucking die. Because <laughs> yeah. they're, 
like no, no. the fucking so the Terminator. Tanks, <laughs> the, the tanks come out and the helicopters. Jesus. And start oh, it. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. For real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's definitely changed. The physics are a whole lot better. It's all a lot more realistic. Yeah. I think I think Gran Turismo was the first racing games that really got into the the actual physics of driving and being able to adjust like camber and all that stuff with your car setups to yeah. make it handle. But the I, I I tried that game. I liked it. It came out. Um, I was. Well, one of them came out. I don't know if the original came out when I was at GameStop, but uh, it, I think the original came out before that. But another, you know, another one of the in that series came out while I was working at GameStop, and I tried it out. And the original Forza, well, even I think still Forza now, um, and then uh, Gran Turismo, both of them, or each of them, they don't. A lot. The one thing I didn't like is they don't show any kind of damage when you crash, and uh, so we would go work in a GameStop. You would uh, we got to meet a lot of the developers when we go to these conferences, mm-hmm. and they talked about how uh, that was part of uh, their deal when these developers went to develop these games. <clears throat> those two games, it was. Uh, when they got the licensing rights for Ferrari or Porsche or whatever, you know, these brand name cars, these uh, these companies didn't want to show in the video game, didn't want to show their cars being wrecked or damaged. Oh, wow. So they wouldn't allow real style, you know, or, you know, I guess real sim type of racing with, uh, with that. So, we, you know, that's why in Gran Turismo or Forza, it was you know you hit the guardrail or another car you just bounce off there's no damage shown there's no yeah. it doesn't affect your driving it doesn't damage the wheel it does it just to me it just took away from the the experience of uh, the game i couldn't get into it too much you know but i like the ones yeah. where you get fucking like burnout like mm-hmm. oh yeah you get destroyed <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I think newer games are like that yeah. Yeah, you get more. They actually show the damage, and then yeah. the entire wear if you if you're braking too hard or you're turning at too high okay. speeds. Yeah. Yeah, I know the yeah. new Forzas. You can adjust all. You can adjust like the tuning of your engine, all that stuff. It's like real sim type of stuff. Yeah. Right. And yeah, you can it also can... looks really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Like the best the car game, dude, for real. Yeah, what is it? For, like Forza Horizon or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite racing game. Is the Forza Horizon series. I played I all like of them. I like that one too. Yep. I don't normally get into like flying or racing and all that, but I like Forza Horizon. I don't like track racing. It's kind. It's kind of boring to me. Uh, so Forza Horizon was fun because yep. it wasn't track, right. but you still had all the cars and all the customization and stuff. That's what it seemed like uh, was fun about Grid. Uh, need for Speed, Burnout. Was, the crew uh, is another one where you raced like across the which country. One? Yeah, that was a pretty. Yeah, good the one. crew was like known for oh, yeah, how the big crew. the map was. It was like Dude. a replication of the United yes. States, just yeah. like, a little bit scaled down. Yeah, I had a ton <laughs> of fun with that one. Yeah, I like that. That was cool because you could fly in that one too. You can get in uh, yeah. the, the stunt planes or yeah, that was cool. Yeah, speaking of all of that, 
GTA has covered all those bases. Racing, flying, like pretty much every vehicle, you know, that you want to try out, you could play in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And then they got that new, uh, what is it, the No Pixel, where you actually, it's a bunch of people that role play. Like you got cops and you got guys that just want to rob stuff. Yeah. Rather than playing like a, an actual storyline, you just run around and do whatever you want. And they, yep. Yeah, you but, play, yeah. you're, you get in there and you play your character role. Yeah. And just, you know, so if you're a cop, you just search out crime and then go, go get it. So it's. If you want to be a cop, you got to be a recruit first, and you got to ride around yeah. with like a training officer and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, they've they've really put a lot into that game, man. With the uh, with the heists and all that shit, you know. Yeah. That's street cool. racing, all that stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I remember the first time going in a helicopter and jumping out on accident. I hit the <laughs> wrong button, and I flew out of the side. I was like. You know, your character, Nico, is just, uh... I didn't hit triangle. <laughs> yeah. And then, what is it, uh, Wasted? <laughs> Comes up yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. You're playing the shooter with your friends, and you don't... I didn't throw the grenade! <laughs> you actually <laughs> drop a grenade, and your, your whole squad gets wiped. Oh, shit, no, right? I remember, uh... We were talking. I was talking to somebody about uh, how difficult some of these video games were when we start out, like um, the shooters, uh, Rainbow Six, uh, Vegas, and we used to play the terrorist hunt. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. dude, it was like Tarkov. It was like that. It was like real sim. Yeah. you know, like yeah, Rainbow Six was Vegas the, was like one of the first dude. ones. Yep, no armor. Like, more realistic. realistic, you know, yep. dying just a few bullets, whatever. Yep. Friendly fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, friendly fire, right, exactly. Yep. That's one thing I hate about Tarkov. Me and my buddy, oh, friendly we always, fire, play, yeah. we're, we're always run in with, with an oh, armband on. Yep. Like, dude, is that you? And you do the Tarkov wiggle? Yeah. Yeah, wiggle. yeah, yeah. And you sit there and you <laughs> lean left and right. Yeah, and so we, we've had a lot of team kills. It happens a lot. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. And the chaos of, like, you are running with two or three guys, and then two or three guys run up, and everyone's trying to take cover and do a firefight, and you forget who's who, and you just end up shooting your buddy in the back because everyone kind of looks the same. And in the heat of the moment, you're not looking at armbands. You're like, dude, I didn't kill color. you, and then they send you a screenshot of the... <laughs> Is your name killed by you? <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. I thought that was yeah. someone else. Distance, back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, yeah, get your dog tag. I'll, I'll send it back to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, the, the yeah. friendly fire is uh, super hard to get used to after years of, you know, Halo and COD and, you know, that was uh, 100 bullets to kill you anyway. And then no friendly fire, pretty much. And, uh, yeah. 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 It's definitely games have progressed a lot. Like, there's a new one out on Steam that I'm I'm contemplating getting Zero Hour. It's kind of oh, yeah, like a, like a it's a four man like a SWAT kind of yeah, special it's ops like siege almost. Kind of yeah, yeah, almost kind of like how Vegas was. 
Yeah. Four man team. You can climb up ropes on the side of the building. You can rappel down the side of the building. But yeah, going through like hostage rescue, taking out hostiles in a building. It looks cool. Basically, attack and defend terrorists and counter terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Heard some. I heard good things about it. It looks interesting. I'll probably wait till I see it on sale and maybe snag it. Yeah. Well, the summer uh, Steam summer sale is going on right now, so keep an eye out for it. Oh yeah. It's a big. I could watch my bank account go down. Oh, <laughs> uh, You might as well during summer and winter. You might uninstall Steam. You don't spend all your money. Yeah. Dude, my buddy <laughs> look at this game. You five dollars. Like, oh, I love that game. I remember that game? And you buy it for five bucks. And you never play it. <laughs> dead by daylight. Yeah. My buddy yeah. keeps saying, "He get that game in." Like, no, he goes, "It's on sale." Or what is it? GTFO. He wants me to get that one. Yeah, I've been looking at that one too, but uh, I got enough games. Yeah, I got see these, and then we'll as we get hunt. We play hunt for a while, and then it was. I think I bought like four games within a matter of two weeks. Yeah, and I got stuck, and then Tarkov came out, and those games took the back burner. Like I go yeah. into my Steam library, it's like, oh, I forgot that I bought Remnant. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or Valorant. Well, I'm trying to, to play all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you well, gotta Valorant. choose one. Valorant's a free game, and I, I. Yeah. Rarely, rarely play it. It's fun, but it's definitely a whole different thing because. Like if you train yourself to to track with Valorant, like head level is almost in a straight line across the map. There's no not a lot of vertical change on head height, so if you get one shot it's really easy. Yeah. It's kinda like uh, counter strike almost, it looks like yeah. to me. Yeah, it's it's exactly like that, but Yeah, that's weird that uh, modern games still do that because that was a trick that uh, people used to do in, in Rainbow Six. Uh, you know, they put a piece of tape on the on their screen and on their TV screen. Put a piece of painter's tape, you know, the blue tape, right where the uh, where the head height was. So they get headshots all the time. <laughs> oh, My yeah. buddy took a, pa- a clear piece of masking tape and put it on the screen when and he had ADS and then put a yeah. dot where the crosshairs were so like you could put the dot there and like quick scope really easy and yeah oh yeah or no that's it's uh, like a lot of places that sell stuff there's like one that i keep seeing where it's like a suction cup with like a led <laughs> you stick it on the middle of your screen nice it's like a i mean my monitor has like a built-in like game plus system i i hit this button on here and it puts like a red or a green dot right in the middle of my screen i don't have to do any of that stuff it's like it's built into monitors now (laughs) right yeah because because the programmers are so predictable bro like change it up (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's why there's uh there's this one game that we uh play called insurgency i don't know if you've heard of it uh Brandon, but it's called Insurgency Sandstorm. There was one called Insurgency before that. But it's like uh thing like Call of Duty to like Team Deathmatch or like Team Objective games, but it's really realistic. So like one headshot or one body shot or you can wear armor and then it's like two hits or whatever depending on what gun you're using. Uh, so it's realistic in that sense. 
But uh, when you have your hip fire, instead of the gun sticking to the middle of the screen like every other game, your gun actually has like a big radius that it moves in independent of the middle of your screen. So you can't just cheat the system by having your gun pointed at the middle of the screen the whole time. Oh, wow. It actually changes okay. position. Right. It's really unique. That's good. Yeah. That's nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Call of Duty, pay attention. Yeah, get, get that's one of the things about Tarkov that uh, is uh, pretty crazy. Like a lot of the crazy clips that you'll see, people aren't even aiming down their sights in Tarkov. They're just straight up. Now, hip fire. Tarkov is not hip fire. Like your your character's the high ready, so like you're holding the gun yeah. just under your eye, like you would in real life. Right. But uh, it's just point fire, so you're just like, you think they're right in the middle of your screen, you're just shooting right. the shit out. You just, it's really accurate. Like there's almost no spread on hip fire in that game. Oh yeah, dude. Like, like I watch on Twitch Pestley. Mm -hmm. Pestley, he's really good. Or dude, Landmark. That guy's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of crazy people on there. Yeah, some of these guys, it's like they don't uh, even aim their guns. They just pull the trigger. Their gun pointed they're, straight they're out. AR, their their M4s are so decked out, or their SR25s. It's like vertical recoil is nothing when they unload. Four, 10 rounds, it's all center mats or three in your face and you're done. Or if you're wearing a visor, it's game over. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely people that play games a lot more than I do, and it, it's apparent. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So let me. Uh, so we've been on here for a while, and. Uh, I want to wrap up with uh, with a question that I've asked a couple people on here now. Uh, you know, your experience there is after you've been to a Milsim now, you've been to a bunch of different, you know, type of events. And mm -hmm. obviously we heard you talk about your arsenal that you have uh, earlier. I didn't and, even talk uh, about my pistols. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got to talk about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Chris, yeah. you got a coin? Yeah, we got to flip some... Yeah. Yeah, do you have a coin? Why? We need to flip a coin? Head, head uh, SAI I... Red, or Tails, EMG, STI, DVC, 3-Gun, high cap. Ooh. Let me see if uh... I have some. I've got both. I've got both, and whatever it is, I'll send one of them to you guys to give away. I don't okay. have anything in here that I can um... flip. <laughs> Let me check real quick. I might have something. Right. Oh, I got one. Oh, you got one? Yeah. He's got one, bro. Hey, you know what, Chris? That uh, that new chair you got? You just got up the the uh, T and the the emblem in the yeah. uh, middle of the, the back looks a lot like our T. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, the font. Yeah, the yeah. Font, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool as shit. All right, so, All right, so you got a you got a quarter, nice. Okay. Right. So Heads, tails. Let, let's give a preface on uh, on what we're uh, what we're talking about here. So, so I've got way you, too many pistols. I've got yeah, you got an elite so list off your 17, pistols. Okay. Which is my main gun that I I love it. CO two hits, snappy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've got um, the EMG. STI DVC three gun, which is a high cap a, a 2011 with the the long 
five and I think it's a little over five inch barrel. It looks a lot like the John Wick gun. We've had one of those, and those things shoot great. Really yeah. good, yeah. yeah. And then I've got the EMG SAI Red, which I actually got from you guys in the mystery box, with a yellow Enola Gay smoke grenade that I've not used yet. Hell oh, yeah. That thing nice. is so old, bro. Remember yeah. when we had those? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still have it. It's still wrapped in the nice. bubble wrap, too. Like, I forgot to bring it with me to Lion Claws. What else do I have? I've got the the Arc, the MG Arc 17 pistol, which is the the Strike Industries. I don't think I've Glock seen that. One. Okay. So it's uh it's a Glock 17, but it's fully decked out by Strike Industries. Oh shit! It's got a the Strike Industries slide. It's RMR cut already, so it's pop the cover plate off, put a red dot on it. Nice. With uh frame that's a green gas gun that one's giving me a little bit of issues i gotta figure out what's going on with it or the, the bucking what else do i have uh the hudson not hudson which i got from you in that oh, yeah. last giveaway that thing is super nice like i don't know what it is that 1911 frame but with that super low borax it's and being striker fired not the hammer yep. it's yep it's it it's clean. Oh yeah. oh yeah. It shoots it's so level with the recoil, it's not it doesn't have that the barrel flip. Right. But yeah, it's it's really nice. You get that, that high the high uh purchase, get up under the beaver tail and you can get that slide just going right over the top of your hand. It's it's nice. I think that's I think that's it. So I had mentioned to E Rock before in a DM that I wanted to put one of those two guns, the SAI Red or the DV, uh, the DVC-3 gun, SCI, up for a giveaway. You guys pick who it is. I can send it to you guys. You can look at it. If, and, uh, yeah, do all the... Oh, yeah. You can, do all, you, you can do all the show. I'll just... Do the, 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 the providing. You'll but. Provide, yeah, you'll provide the uh, provide the giveaway gun, and we'll do. So, yeah, you had messaged me. It was uh, it's been a few weeks, and I was supposed to. I think I was supposed to do like a a poll or something. Or no, I did. Yeah, do I had a mentioned poll. something. I did. I do had it. mentioned something I about do doing it. like a poll in the Discord yeah, and I seeing did. what what people uh, said. Yeah. And then whatever had the most votes would be the gun, but I don't know. So I did do a poll. Let me see if I can... Can I bring it up while we're in here? Let me see. I'm curious. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. See? I did it uh, on June 14th. What gun for new upcoming giveaway? SI Red or EMG STI uh, DVC-3? So, the uh, DVC got eight votes. The uh, SAI got uh, four votes. Well, I guess it's a DVC then. Yeah, for real. We don't even have to flip a coin. Done. <laughs> I forgot to look at it, bro. I when we talked earlier before I started recording, I uh, I for I, I was like, oh shit, I forgot to do that poll on it. And then when you were just now talking about, it, I was like, oh wait, I think I did do it. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. So that that was the one, yeah. And that that Perfect. is a really good gun. I mean, yeah, you know, the SAI nice. is good, uh, but the DVC man, that last one we got, 
that we just shot on uh, what was that video with uh, Daniel with his uh, yeah the Novridge guns? With the, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that thing is just it's shooting it's, laser beams. It's nice too because the barrels that internally threaded, so you just get one of the the thread oh, adapters nice. from that. What did I think of the M11? Okay. To the 14 counterclockwise, and yep. you can put a put a tracer unit on it, or, or just a put a, a or... yeah. Make yeah. it look cool. Yeah. And but honestly, looks... it's got such a long slide to begin with. When you yeah. add stuff to the end of it. It's... I would say it looks good the way it is. Yeah. It really is a solid looking gun and shooting gun from uh, EMG. Yeah, yeah. It's got the gold barrel and then it's got the accent windows, the, yeah. the, re- the relief cuts in the slide. Yeah. So yeah, this is the one the we were, we, I think on that video, actually, we were talking about making that one into uh, the purple the JP purple. We were going to, I bought two different colors of uh, purple that I was going to spray paint uh, one of these pistols, mm-hmm. uh, a two tone. And uh, one of them is kind of like a glitter purple and make that a giveaway gun uh, for the future. And we were talking about using that one, Chris, because it had that gold slide. Yeah, or dude. Cover. If you, you want to yeah. port cover, you want to customize it, go for it. It's got yeah. the big, no, look metal, cool. Metal enlarged magwell. <clears throat> right. If you left the the barrel gold and you did the yeah. glitter purple on the slide and then you did the flat purple for the frame. Ooh. And that would look sick. Ooh, that yeah, and take pop the magwell off so it's still got the black. Because I right. think the hammer's the hammer's gold too. I think. I don't I know. I can't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah. I used yeah, to have it something like that. Would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, the EMG STI DBC three gun. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, so, uh, uh, so that's that's uh, that's the that's one. It. That's the one. So, what? Uh, so we'll, the, we'll uh, yeah, we'll coordinate, and I'll send you a. Um, what I'll do is I'll just send you uh, the uh, label for it. Okay. Um, you know, Either that, just me an address. It doesn't cost much to ship. I think it's fourteen bucks for one of those. Priority boxes or whatever. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. That's what I used then, it. And uh, I, what did I send? Oh, I. I had the was the the, SAI blue, the all blackout Glock. I think I sent that to who did I sell that to? Somebody in the Discord. Was it Sarge? No, it wasn't Sarge. I can't remember. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's fine. If you yeah, send it out whenever and let me know, and then uh, we'll coordinate when uh, when I get it. We'll coordinate what uh, what you know how we want to paint it for the uh, giveaway. That'd be cool. That sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, the gold, pop, the pop purple. the barrel out and yeah, take the nozzle out, and you don't even really have to mask it off. Just take the insides. Right. Exactly. That'd be so. cool. Hell yeah. Sure. That look. That may look good. Well, uh, one last question before uh, before we head out, and this is uh, something I asked everybody: um, What is if money's no object? You're getting ready for Ooh. a mil sim, okay? You're getting ready for a mil sim or any event, okay? That you prefer to go to. What are you taking on the field? You got to have a primary, secondary, of course, gear on your back, whatever you know. But mainly your primary and secondary. What are you uh, What are you running with? 
If money's no object, any gun, it, it's a pretend you're in the scene in the Matrix where all the gun racks come up next to you, oh, and God. you just reach and grab. Okay, so what do you what are you heading on the field with? It's hard because I mean, the Evo's so good, but I think if I were to spend money, it might be on like a like a TM NGRS, like a Mark 18. Like the the AEG recoil, yeah, just decked out like with uh, like the, one of the one to, one through four one to four quick throw short dot scopes on it. I think that's what I'm actually gonna put when I DMR out my Kythera. But uh, I think like a Mark 18 or a really nice 416, like a HK 416. Oh yeah, yep. decked out be good um and if it wasn't an AG, I would hpa it but with just like a semi-auto only i mean i don't full autos it's cool but i don't need high rate of fire i'd much rather place the shots accurately or and not spray and pray you don't want to you don't want to um you know I don't want to mag dump. dump you don't. You don't want to mag dump. You know, a thousand no. rounds uh, at at forty rounds a second on yeah, uh, people. I don't need a when you're pissed like these guys have seen on these videos, these rage videos. You know? Oh no, no, I don't need a fourteen-year-old getting pissed. RP, and fucking a fifty RPS DSG. <laughs> that's yeah, blasting no. somebody from ten feet away in the face. You know, because they're pissed off. Yeah. That's what I love about the Kaipera. I mean, it's so simple. <laughs> But it's, like, it's the most realistic trigger action that I've ever felt on an airsoft gun. Yep. Yeah. That was the first thing that uh, we noticed when uh, Johnny put his together. Uh, Chris was actually talking about it, was uh, how realistic the, you know, the trigger pull was. It is, because, like, you pull, if you pull it and hold it, and then just release, you get the reset and everything, yep. just like it is normal. Yeah, and you can adjust that pre-travel and post-travel and everything on it. Like, you can make it a hair trigger if you want, or you can make it a five-and-a-half-pound legitimate trigger, and it's just... Right. It, it just ups the realness factor and makes it makes it seem like you're not playing with a toy, which you are, but... Yeah. It feels but then other than... Yeah, definitely. Um, so what's your sidearm? secondary? Yeah. Secondary doesn't have to be a sidearm, On, dude. Secondary doesn't honestly, have to be a sidearm. You could have a fucking uh, oh, you know, the minigun strapped launchers. on your back. <laughs> I was just yeah. gonna say taggins, taggin yes. launchers, dude. Yes. I, yeah, I would. I would definitely like a tag. That I would say that, and then right now I have an LBX. Armidus plate carrier oh, okay. in multicam black, which is I can't, I love it. It's nice. It's got the modular placard, so I can I can run my M4 if I'm running my Kythera, just clip off the front placard and run my M4 mag, so I can switch it over to my my SMG setup for my uh, Scorpion. Yeah, just and it's quick and easy, but. I think maybe one of the next big purchases is buying an actual, either a ballistic rated helmet and or a really nice bump helmet. 
Yeah. Okay. I have a I have an MTF Flux right now, which is really nice. But the one thing I don't like about it is it has no ventilation holes in the top. Oh geez. It's a solid shell, but it's super comfortable. It's until it's really, you until uh, it heats up to about 120 degrees. Yeah, it's all you're playing in you're, New Mexico in, your... in September. Yeah. But I think with AMS, all they, all you need a helmet for is just riding in the vehicle. And once you get to the fog, you can dump your helmet. And I usually just run a baseball hat with oh, yeah. palms. That's what I ran for LC, was just that. I think these but, guys would like to do that as well. Uh, they just, in fact, your future <laughs> events, you should probably just do that. Because... Uh, they uh, they wear helmets most of the time just for the um, the GoPros, you know. Yeah, that makes a huge difference too. Yeah. The GoPro and the Xfog, because I can't play ourselves without that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 I, I actually have an Xfog, but I haven't set it up yet. I need. To, I want to get a new pair, uh, a nice set of goggles. Yeah, I fall. Yeah, I fog everything, everything up. Yeah. yeah. I bought a Die I4 like paintball mask just because everyone said it never fogs. It's got the dual paint on the lens. I fogged the whole thing up at a mill set. Oh, yeah. I, I've had dual paint paintball masks too, and they it's... fog up everything. The X Fog is the only thing I've, I've ever used that actually prevents it, and I can actually play. Yeah. Every other time, I'm just sitting there like an idiot. Like, tell me where to shoot. I'll just shoot BBs that way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what I we got to nice... do? What's up? Oh, we gotta we gotta figure out the next fog. All we gotta do is move, uh, buy a longer tube for each side, and move that motor away from, like, put it in a pack somewhere, or maybe buffer it, like, put some foam around it, so that that sound. What do you run it now? You, you run it on your counterweight and the counterweight yep. pouch on the back. Yeah, of your helmet? so I've right, done it so, on the counterweight pouch, and I've just velcroed it to the back, velcro the helmet. This has yeah. got a Velcro patch on it, and both times it just the noise was crazy so on the, the vibration, GoPro. Yeah, the vibration comes through the helmet and through the helmet mount of the GoPro. Yeah, and that's all you hear, or you know, that's it's mostly really loud. Too. It's very loud. Yeah. Maybe if you add like a, a thin layer of like that really thin like pink foam, right. you could probably line it or wrap it because it's a self-contained unit. You don't. It's nice. You don't have to pop it open or anything. Yeah. Just make sure that if you you put the right angle ports or the straight ports out on the side. But we'll have to try that out. We'll have to test it out. Hell yeah! yeah. So you got uh, well, it's been uh, it's been really good, man. Talking with you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's been uh, fun. Yeah, you're uh, you're in uh, Northern California, not as northern yeah. as where you normally live, but. Uh, you know, you had said earlier yeah. you work a few hundred miles 45, away from. Yeah, I'm about 45 minutes south of San Francisco. Yeah. So. And how far north do you live from San Francisco? Um, Redding is about 240 miles from San Jose. Yeah. So when we first got back to work in the middle of covid like fridays going home was a blast because nobody was working no we got we got released to go back to work because we were essential workers being in construction yeah and so it was it was great i could make it home in three and a half four hours but now that it's getting back to normal before 
COVID, it's I get off of work at three thirty. I'm getting home eight eight thirty. Yeah. But damn, and then you're back on the roads. What Sunday night, Monday morning? Monday mornings. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I wake up at one. I try to leave my house by two in the morning. God damn! This Monday, I was out of the door at two. And I pulled into the parking lot at work at 5.30. And was able to get a little bit of sleep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, after three and a half hours. That was, That's that was rough, quick. bro. So yeah, in the future, good. in the future, we know not to do a podcast with you. Uh, on Mondays. On Monday nights. Woo. Unless you want me to fall asleep on video. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably happen. It's happened before. But. <laughs> Oh yeah. I think I went and got a haircut Monday one time, and I fell asleep in the barber chair. Oh yeah, that's nice. that's pretty yeah. common anyway, right? Yeah. You're I know for a fact I fell in the barber chair in the, in the military after work one day. Oh yeah. Well, shit. The whole year I was in Japan, we had you know in the Marine Corps, we had to get a haircut every week. We had to have a fresh cut every Monday morning. So Sunday afternoon, we're in the barber shops, you know, on base, and uh, all those mamasans. Boy, they're cutting our hair and they're giving us neck massages. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're fucking out, bro. Because we'd already been drinking <laughs> since like six in the morning. So yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Well, man, yeah. it's been awesome uh, having you on here, and uh, we'll, yeah, we'll do it, it again. We'll do it again because what's going to happen is after we post this, and then of course I edit it. Uh, I'm not really, you know, cutting a whole lot out of these uh, podcasts. In fact, I'm not cutting anything out really. It's uh. Unless we do tests in the beginning, which we already part did. Out where I said my wife nags me about filling out the the tinnitus paperwork. Cut that part out. Okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> Let me write a note. Let me write a note because I'll probably forget. <laughs> then I cut this part out too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> I cut both parts out. Shit! Stop talking about it. I gotta cut everything out now. Hold on. <laughs> so, uh, well, anyway, man. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been awesome Appreciate getting to know it. you better and uh, you. you know seeing you, meeting you on screen here face to face. I'm the only one that Chris has jumped on the cast with. Yes, yeah. uh, so zombie. far, so far. Well, we have one recorded that we did uh, a few days ago. Yeah. That that was the one. That, you know, the video messed up. I but, jumped on uh, one other one, other one but the whole, the recording got messed up, so we don't really have up. video. Yeah, we don't have a video. I got a picture that lagged. Of all four of us, it was me, Chris, Colton, and uh, and and Van Alex. But uh, anyway, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, we appreciate you being on here, and look Thanks forward for to me. doing another one. Yeah, and uh, appreciate you being part of our group and our viewers and all that good stuff. So, hell yeah, man, it's been great. Thank you oh, so thanks. much. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for everything. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, brother. We'll All right, take it easy. Have a good night. Good, good, good. good.